I'm just applauding Thomas <clears throat> Chisholm for how much scripture this guy is. Sh- scripture. I'm glad that we're applauding. I'm glad that we're being so silly on <laughs> such a worst. serious song. I, know. I did say serious several times, didn't I? Yeah. Welcome to Sing the Word, a podcast that explores and promotes. Wait, did you do that on purpose? Let's start it again. No. I was like, I was already trying not to laugh. And then a I podcast that we take very seriously that promotes gospel-centered, <laughs> biblically rich congregational songs for the church. Yeah. Starting so off So anyways, good. that's... Okay, I'm done. Sorry. I just had to. So, we're talking about a song. Yeah. <laughs> are you really having like, are you having like a brain fart or I something? <laughs> I'm brain fart. Yours is brain jello. Mm-hmm. Today, we're talking about a hymn that many churches have sung over the last century, and literally, uh, according to Hymnary, this song is 100 years old when it was penned. 23, yeah. 1923, and it is, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Um, you guys want to take a whack at pronouncing his last name? Chisholm? Chisholm? Thomas it's O. Probably Chisholm. Just Chisholm. 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 And the music was by William Runyon. Runyon. <laughs> Runyon. Runyon. Glad, no. glad you pronounced that correctly. <laughs> It's like Funyuns, but Runyon. <laughs> so Scooby-Doo pronouncing onion. <laughs> this is all staying this in. This is a disaster. No. It is. <laughs> this is the quality stuff that people like but at I the beginning it. of. It's called banter. <laughs> and stupidity mixed together. How about we get serious now? We're going to read <laughs> the verses and refrain. Of great is thy faithfulness. I'll start, and then Josh, you do two in the refrain, and you'll do three in the refrain, Rachel. Here we go. <clears throat> great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not. Thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Summer and winter, springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above, join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed. Thy hand hath provided, great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth, thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide, strength for today and bright hope for Mm. tomorrow, blessings all mine with ten thousand beside. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning new mercies I see, all I have needed thy hand hath provided, great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Oh, my gosh. 
I got Good the job. applause. You did. Well done. I'm just applauding Thomas Chisholm for how good he did in putting so much scripture in this hymn. And he did. I've got like a list of stuff. So Speaking of, Speaking of Chisholm. How about you give yes. us the old backstory of Chisholm? <laughs> I'll tell you what I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Um, oh, he was born in a log cabin. There you go. Um, he didn't come to Christ until age 27. Um, and his health was unstable, and he had several different chronic illnesses. Hmm. Um, and the book that I'm getting all this from is uh, Then Sings My Soul by mm-hmm. Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that through all the ups and downs, um, Chisholm discovered new blessings from God every morning. So it sounded like he was really fixing his eyes on Christ during um, great pain. Um, so, yeah, he wrote this, uh, what he called a poem, mm-hmm. Um, and then he sent it to a friend uh, a few years later. Mm-hmm. But the guy who wrote it, Thomas Chisholm, he said that there was no dramatic backstory behind the writing of this song. Um, but it was just, it was a way for him to fix his eyes on Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so he sent the the poem to his friend who was a musician, um, who was Runyon. Um, and he was, quote, so moved by this one that he prayed earnestly for special guidance in composing the music. Mm-hmm. And so then um, he put That's it cool. all together. And then it wasn't popular at all. <laughs> really? <laughs> Thomas said it went rather slowly for several years. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, somebody at Moody Bible Institute in Chicago picked it up um, and they sang it one Sunday morning and... Then it just spread, and then it became kind of a staple at the Billy Graham Crusades. Uh, that's um, and that so that's how it got everywhere. But at first, it was not. Gotcha. It was not that's popular. Yeah. yeah. I was looking at the the usage chart on Hymnary, and it because it was only written, you know, 100 years old, ago, and it was kind of low. And then it was like 60s, 70s when it kind of started to mm-hmm. spew upward. Yeah, I thought it was cool to pretty see Pretty high how... usage even still today. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Um, I thought it was cool how it came from just like his heart and his um, his time with the Lord going through something hard. And then it doesn't sound like he even intended it to be popular, mm-hmm. although he did write a lot of hymns and poems. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was not something that he set out. I'm going to write a hymn and it's going to be popular. Um, it was just something he wrote down um, in his time with God going through something difficult. So cool. And now we get to sing it. Yeah, well, I think it's interesting that um, it didn't take off until maybe the 50s or 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that wrote the music, William Runyon, and you have to kind of pause between his two names because mm-hmm. it's hard to say them, William Runyon. Um, anyways, he, he died in 57, mm-hmm. and he, he wrote okay. a ton of songs, and a ton, like Hymnary shows 123 texts, and then it shows... 89 uh, tunes. tunes. I know none of them mm-hmm. other than this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and he was an editor way back in the day for Hope Publishing Company, yep. which we still use today mm-hmm. um, at my church. And um, Hope Publishing actually has got the copyright for this song now um, in their whatever, or I guess it, it says Renewal by Public 1951. Domain, no, it's used by permission in the ninety-one hymnal, so oh, it's still it's still under theirs. I think it's so. Not- it's since Chis- uh, since Runyon was there, but Runyon died before any of his songs, I believe. If I'm probably yeah. before any of them really took off, um, mm-hmm. he was just a humble uh, editor, more or less, mm-hmm. um, arranger an arranger, yeah. and um, he took this one, and it it really cool. was used um, for 
for God's glory and, and still is. Yeah. Back on Chisholm, uh, in the in the description, at least on Hymnary, who knows how um, official this is, but one sentence I really like, it says, his aim in writing was to incorporate as much as, as much as, yeah, that's a typo, as much scripture as possible and to avoid flippant or sentimental themes. In some ways, the chorus of this song does get a little sentimental and personal, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that he says that. But I, I think that it's balanced really well Right. With the verses, the verses concentrate upon the the beauty and majesty of God, mm-hmm. and then the chorus gives a personal. Pleasant. It ends there with, "Thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you guys about that. As far as like that was one I had saved for for later, but yeah. <laughs> sorry, maybe we can get there. We, can, I mean, you want to start with the chorus, or do you want to? No, let's end with the chorus. Yeah, let's let's do the verses. Um, yeah, start here with verse one. I think verse one, it's it rightly focuses on attributes of God. Like that, it's just that's all that this verse is about. Mm-hmm. Great is thy faithfulness. So God is faithful. Mm-hmm. Oh God, my Father. Okay, so Father's not necessarily an attribute. That's just His name. That's who He's described Himself as as Father. The let's just stop on that first line though. I love just this. I don't know what it is. It's just a, such a sweet way to start the song. Oh God, my Father! Yeah, mm-hmm. great is Thy faithfulness. Oh God, my Father! Reminds you of the the model prayer, our yeah. heavenly Father. Yeah, the Lord's God. prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we talk about it mentions the faithfulness of God, and then it also mentions the um, the big fancy theological word, the immutability of God. He's unchanging. There is no shadow of turning. He changes not. Just not. Changes to not. The thou changes not. I know. <laughs> that reminds me and of James 1 17. Yes, it does. Yeah. Every Rated. good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, mm. with whom there is so no much. variation or shadow due to change. And right. I like how Father is in the verse, too. Mm-hmm. It also talks about um, God's existence, his aseity. He has mm-hmm. always been. As that has been, that will forever it's not will reliant to be on anything but any outside force. And it also talks about his love, his kindness, thy compassions, they fail not. So we've got so many attributes of God shoved into one verse. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, shadow of turning, that reminds me of James 1.11. What other thoughts do you guys have on verse one? Well, we we get into um I think that the theme verse of this song really is from the Lamentations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and knowing a little bit about his background, Rachel, what you were talking yeah. about, the afflictions that he had, the the illnesses that he had, um, we 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 know, we all know the verse that says, you know, there your mercies are new every morning, great is your faithfulness. But right before that, let me let me start in Lamentations three and I just want to read about six verses here. Mm-hmm. Remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gall. My soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I will hope in him. Yeah, it. if this was something that he wrote as more a devotional for himself, yeah. then, then that's definitely... Um, 
showing what what he was feeling out of out of those verses, um, the affliction, and and even talking about it being a gall and how it, it's constantly haunting him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet he he puts his mind to think of the Lord and uh, the mercies that are always there, and great is your faithfulness. He's um, choosing mm-hmm. truth yeah. in a time where Instead it would be really feeling. easy to sink into self-pity mm-hmm. or yeah. asking God why, or being, well, asking God why isn't a bad thing, but mm-hmm. um, questioning God's motives mm-hmm. or why he allows certain things to happen, mm-hmm. um, getting angry with God because of circumstances. Um, I didn't know the story behind this hymn before I, you know, looked it up for this, to be honest, mm-hmm. but I, I have uh, 11 chronic illnesses. And so mm-hmm. I felt like I could really relate with this guy <laughs> when he was yeah. writing his hymn um, because it is a conscious choice. You have to choose every day to say, okay, yes, I am going through this thing, um, but this I call to mind and this mm-hmm. is why I have hope. Mm-hmm. And so constantly just returning your gaze to the truth and not slipping into um, into lies. That's good. And it's so fitting the the truths of God that he fixes on in mm. that first verse. The fact that God doesn't change or have any shadow of turning. That he has compassion. When, and he has mm. compassion when, yeah, the when he's going through all, you know, these chronic illnesses and he's changing and he's crumbling within, you know, God's not God's not changing at all. Mm-hmm. He's always been. He's going to stay the same forever and ever, and therefore I can fix my eyes on him. Anything else on verse 1? Do you want to go you want to do the refrain or do you want to keep going on the verses before we get to the refrain? Whatever you want to do. Well, we kind of already did I do want to ask that question. So let's go ahead and do the refrain. And you read okay. Lamentations 3. So yeah. we've got there. Great. Which is yeah. pulled out in verse 1 as well. Right. But, yes. Yeah. But let's let's go ahead and do the refrain. Um, great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. And it has a chord change there. It's all it's all in the key singing. Great is thy faithfulness. You can do that on the piano. I love doing that. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard it that way, but okay, you're well, creative. So. Yeah. <laughs> great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. We we got that. Mm-hmm. Lamentations 3, 22 through 23. All you I have any... needed, thy hand hath provided, makes me think of Psalm 23, mm. Um, mm. where it says, oh, the shepherd. Lord is my shepherd, yeah. I shall not want. Or another translation says, I have everything I need. Mm. Very good. There, You know, when I sing that, um, when I sing that line, and not, I don't know if this is bad or, or or good or kind of somewhere in between, but like you know, I automatically think of like you know <laughs> living paycheck to paycheck or thinking like the material needs, like all I have needed, mm. my hand is provided. Like I, I tend to go there, but you know thinking about it in a little more fuller way today as I was preparing, it's like is that is that de- demeaning them? What uh, Chris Holm was really trying to say? With the the depth of all I have needed, I, thy hand hath provided. Is it more of a a salvific, a spiritual thing I in there too? I have never saying it the way that you are mm-hmm. saying that you sing it, or you're thinking about material. I, just in provision. some ways, I kind of have thought of it that way. Just like the he's, you know, this is a song. We get to the thought, strength for today, hope for tomorrow, right, like yeah. the personalness of it. So it's like literally, you know, you know, f- financial or yes. food mm-hmm. for me to live, water. 
protection. I wasn't saying you know? that like, wow, I've never, right. like, I just have never I don't know why my mind has just kind of always gone that way. I don't know if oh. that's wrong or right, but I know you know, I th- th- thinking I think, of a day by day. I think it day, applies both places. Yeah, yeah this, I think this it's day really bread. The physical, the, mm-hmm. the material, all of the things. Yeah. He's I mean, sustaining us. That's right, the whole right. point. All I have needed. Mm-hmm. Whether or, you're talking about yeah, Psalm 23, the, holistic the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, yeah. or I have no lack. I lack mm-hmm. no good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've always, I just kind of, I don't know why I gravitated that way, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. So my thing was the question of, or critique or clarification, you know, on the great is thy faithfulness, Lord unto me. Mm-hmm. You know, you were mentioning that earlier where it, it does seem that that's kind of a, a little more sentimental way to, to end the refrain rather than, Maybe say, <laughs> "Great is Thy faithfulness, Lord, unto Thee, <laughs> unto yeah. Yeah. unto Himself." You know, like faithfulness to His own promises, to His own purposes. You know, but it says unto me, and, and not that that's not true. Do you think that that makes the hymn better, weaker, or indifferent? Are we overthinking that? I've heard some people say they don't don't like that it says unto me. Okay, but I've some, also heard people who love it you know, because it says that. There are times when when personal. Mm-hmm. Is is what we need. We we have that that um, example throughout the Psalms, throughout the Scriptures. Um, Psalm sixteen. I keep thinking about um, how it, it says, "Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. Mm-hmm. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance." Mm-hmm. And that's concentrating on all the things that God has given us. So, um, and 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 the the. The boundary lines, you know, Lord, you're you're in charge of all of this, your sovereignty, and you've put up these boundaries of what you know um, are for my life. But mm-hmm. um, anyways, it, it's all focused on on the psalmist, and so mm-hmm. I I have no problem with it ending that way, especially since the verses are so focused upon God and God alone. It's not mm. sentimental it, through the whole song. I see. It makes sense, too, when you consider his story, that he he is reminding himself that, yeah. yes, God is faithful, he's big, he is compassionate, he doesn't change, but that applies to him because mm-hmm. that's how God is to him. I mean, that mm-hmm. God is a personal God, and so mm-hmm. I think it's appropriate to end it, great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me, especially if you're going through something hard like he was. Right. God is faithful, not just to other people or the world in general, but he's faithful to me. Mm-hmm. Great is thy faithfulness. Great Do you have to sing in every episode? Great is thy yes, faithfulness. So something else about this that, you know, with it turning into talking about the faithfulness of God to us, um, I, I'm reminded of of 2 Timothy 2, um, verse, verse 13 specifically, when we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. That's mm. who he is. He's faithful, mm-hmm. and and there's a personal thing going on in that verse of of sometimes I fail in my faithfulness to him, but he remains faithful to me mm-hmm. because that's who he is. A great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Mm-hmm. Let's go on to verse two. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love. You know, in some ways. For me, like, I don't remember always, you know, how Baptists are. Sometimes we skip a verse or this is the one that gets neglected. But there's a lot of, I mean, it's just good poetry. And it it it, it talks about a different aspect of God's faithfulness, God's greatness that um, some songs don't always touch on. 
we can always go to that verse three, pardon for sin, you know, make it gospel oriented. But this is really important too, talking about summer, winter, springtime, harvest. Okay, all four seasons, right? Mm -hmm. All four seasons here on earth, then and then it goes to sun, moon, and sun, moon, and stars. Totally, day I love and night, that. day and night, too, day and is, night. is what it's. I think is what it's saying. Day and night mm -hmm. in their courses above. Yes, day and night, sun and moon. They join with all nature. They join together in manifold witness. I love that word manifold. Yeah. I, had to, I had to look up just to make sure man, manifold just means many or uh, various. Uh, manifold witness, many witnesses of thy or to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. Psalm 19, 1, the heavens mm -hmm. declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Mm. Yes. And, and even verse 6, read verse 6 too. Yeah. It's rising as from the... Sorry, I'm just going to restart that. <laughs> it's rising as from the end of the heavens and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. Mm -hmm. So that's his circuit, but it, uh, in some translations it says course. Mm -hmm. I, I think about these these opening lines of verse 2, um, and maybe this is part of what Chisholm was, was thinking about as well. No matter what the changes are that happen in life, mm -hmm. uh, no matter if it's good or bad, um, we're talking about summer and winter. Well, summer seems good until it gets really hot. Mm -hmm. And winter seems good until it gets really cold. But, um, you know, there there are good things about both, but mm -hmm. both also have their their bad things. Right. And I think he's just trying to talk about illustrating the, 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 illustrating change. the change yes. that happens in our lives. Mm -hmm. But he twists that into, or maybe spins is a better word, mm -hmm. to remind us like Romans 1, 20 yes. says, for every since mm -hmm. the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky through everything God made. They can clearly see his invisible qualities, yes. um, his eternal power, the divine nature. Um, all of that is is being being clearly perceived. Yeah, manifold mm -hmm. witness. All mm -hmm. of that is being told and spoken through all of the changes of life, and we're talking about the seasons, but we're also talking about the days and the nights. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes when you when you I don't know because um, I don't experience the the um, the chronic illness and stuff, but sometimes the the coldness gets to your bones. Mm -hmm. Sometimes just the night is hard, and you're mm -hmm. just ready for the day to get here because it's it's a hard night. Um, but all of that, Chisholm, I, I think, was thinking about how God's great faithfulness is even through um, through all of the changes. That's very good. You know, you mentioned that it you know witnesses. It's speaking. It's yeah. telling. We we read verse 1 and verse 6. I'd like to read verse 2 and 3 of 19. We kind of got back and forth. I love how it kind of relates to this. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. And it keeps going to what we read earlier. Um, that creation does testify, speak, witness to a creator God, a God who's not just some deistic being who's separate, you know, and just there you go, you know, I spent, you know, spins his fingers and the world's created and he's so uninvolved or distant, but he uses nature, he uses the sun, moon, stars, he uses the seasons changing and, and, and all their variety to attest to himself as a creative God who is sovereign and sustains all that he's made and that he cares for all that he's made. And, you know, very, a lot of Psalms talk about. God sustains um, us as humans, sustains, he, he, he sends rain to the earth, he feeds the animals. Um, many psalms of praise do that. 
Um, another psalm I was thinking of was Psalm 148. Yeah, Psalm 148, verse 3. It simply says, Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise mm. Him, all you shining stars. Um, praise Him, you highest heavens. Praise Him, seas. Like those kinds of things. Uh, just everything God has created. We, we have re- revelation through His Word, ultimately, right? But as you just read in Romans 1, no man is left with, they have no excuse before God, mm-hmm. even if they've never heard the name of Jesus because of, you know, of natural revelation of knowing there is a creator God and seeing how can this world be made by chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, and it, it, not just the fact that it was made by a creator, but a creator who is faithful, who is merciful, who mm-hmm. is love. Very cool. Any other verses um, you want to point out in that? Well, we didn't talk about uh, in manifold witness to that great faithful mercy, mercy. and love. Mm-hmm. That That's pulled out in this verse, whereas uh, I think we've just talked more about the faithfulness, but the mercy kind of reminds us then of the, the grace mm-hmm. um, that, that we a lot of times think of those two things together, mercy and grace. But God, who's rich in mercy... Has loved us, um, though mm-hmm. we were dead because of our sins. Mm-hmm. He gave us life when he when Christ raised him from the dead. When Christ was raised from the dead, um, that's uh, Ephesians two. But his mercy and love um, towards us. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that kind of segues us pretty good into verse three right there. Yeah. You want to keep going? Yeah. One of this. I don't know if uh, it's hard to pick one line. I love this first line of verse three: "Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth." I think that. That peace and pardon are very much tied together too. It's not, and it's not saying pardon for sin, full stop. Peace that endureth that they're separate things. You have peace because of the pardon from sin, and this is where we get kind of that first um, illusion of gospel language, right? Pardon for sin. I want you to know that 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 actually you saying that like that is the first time that that has opened up in my mind. Oh, um, pardon yeah. for sin and a peace that endureth. I've always thought of those as two separate things. You know, we're, mm. we're forgiven for sin, but boy, that does give us peace. Mm-hmm. And it's a peace that that right. endures. Um, yeah. And, and it's because of the fact that we were pardoned. So thank you. Yeah. That, that kind of reminds me of Colossians. Yeah. Where does it say? Yeah, yeah. Here it is. Colossians uh, 1, 19 and 20. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, mm-hmm. making peace by making the blood peace, yeah. of his cross. There you go. There you go. I guess I've always seen the peace that endureth in it and thought of it as the peace that goes beyond mm. understanding. Yeah. I, I, there's no—actually, there's not a, a tie-in with, with what, what he's saying— mm-hmm. To that, but it does it does go beyond an understanding, and, and it guards our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Mm. So I guess that does endure. Yeah, but. it does too. Thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide kind of reminds me of Fanny Crosby's. Um, All the way, my Savior leads me. Uh, oh, the full. Er, well, how does it go? Cheers each winding path, path I tread. tread. Gives me grace for every trial. Feeds me with the living bread. Yeah, yeah. Cheers and guides. Psalm 32 mm-hmm. says, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best path for your life. Mm-hmm. I will advise you and watch over you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sometimes those those um, paths are difficult, but he cheers us and guides us mm-hmm. and gets us through them. 
so yeah, good word. Not a not a God who's as a, as I said earlier, deistic and mm-hmm. not he he's not caring. He's not involved with the the details of our lives and and using all things for His glory and for our good. Um, um, you know, he's he's there with us, behind, before, alongside us, cheering us through life. I, I think that's where you know that kind of ties itself with the phrase strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow that I, that's one of my so as far as the music tying with the text that's one of my favorite parts to sing mm-hmm. strength for today and bright hope for t- such a i mean obviously bright hope for tomorrow such a hopeful phrase but yeah. just how that melody emphasizes that so well and brings that out and um you know, every time, especially for you know a, a guy who had chronic illness, right? Um, he needed to hear that. Every time I get to that line when I'm singing this, um, I I don't think of that, and I know I know that it's talking about both, but I always am concentrating on that bright hope for tomorrow is actually that day when I am home in mm-hmm. heaven forever and ever. That's my bright hope, even if right. the rest of this life brings me nothing more than misery. And and uh, I have a bright hope for tomorrow, okay. regardless. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys if you took when it says bright hope for tomorrow. Do you think it's eternal? He was if it was eternal, or if it's I think it could be both. Okay, that's what I was going to probably say too. I I didn't because in some ways, it, you know, the strength for today like, is about today. The sustainment yes. that God gives me in my daily bread, yeah. He gets me through this day. He gives me what I need. And because of his faithfulness, I have bright hope for literally 12 hours from now. Yeah, yeah I think but that also when you're looking eternal forward too. to the bright hope of, of the future mm-hmm. glory of perfection, mm-hmm. that does give you bright hope for the next few hours. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, oh, that's good. especially as someone that's a good word. Uh, just like, like Chisholm, like somebody who does live in constant pain, it's like, I, I definitely need to hear about eternity. Please, please mm. t- tell me about eternity. I need it. <laughs> but I also need you to tell me that tomorrow is not going to be this bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think I need that. I need both at the same time. But I think the future eternal glory That's good. helps us to endure the everyday. Mm. Well, the strength for today and the hope for tomorrow, we have hope also that tomorrow when it becomes today, we'll have the strength for yes. today. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does, it just ties it all together um, really, really well. With um, strength for today, I thought again of Isaiah 40. Well, we I say again, we did Isaiah 40 in an episode we just recorded, <laughs> not this episode. For the first time in this episode, <laughs> Isaiah 40, verses 28 through 31. Have you not known, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, he does not grow faint, or he does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That reminds me of 2 Corinthians 4, 16 and 17. So we do not lose heart, mm. though our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Bright hope for tomorrow. Mm. Blessings all mine 
with 10,000 beside. I love the way that, you know, even though I'm thinking about hope for tomorrow as being an eternal thing, blessings pulls me back into the the present, I, I guess. Even though I know that the blessings are all mine of, of eternity, mm-hmm. um, blessings pulls me back into the the today moment as well. Um and even even the, the ble- I'm not talking about material blessings right. as much as the spiritual ones. Ephesians one. That's um, what I was going to say. Blessed us with every spiritual blessing in, in the, the heavenly, heavenly realms. Uh, you know, we we have those right now. Every spiritual blessing. That means if there is a spiritual blessing, we have it. Mm-hmm. Blessings all mine, mm-hmm. uh, and ten thousand beside. I wonder if Matt Redman wrote ten thousand reasons based off of that little phrase right there. I don't know. With 10,000 beside. You know, know. I'll ask him next time I talk to him. (laughs) You got him on speed dial? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) But that's an interesting thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes lyrics from songs inspire inspire you to write another song. Mm -hmm. Very good. Any final thoughts? Thousands upon thousands uh, Mm -hmm. are waiting in heaven to serve him, is what Psalm 68 says. Mm. Um, You know, the 10,000 besides talking about the, the thousands. Mm. Any final thoughts? All right. Thank you for listening, and uh, we hope you keep listening uh, with more songs that we want to promote, encourage you with. Um, again, thanks for joining. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Sing the Word. If you're enjoying the content of this podcast, please subscribe to our channel on your preferred podcast platform. Feel free to leave us a good rating, too. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora, and other platforms as well. If you've got songs, questions, or discussions you'd like for us to explore in future episodes, please email those to singtheword316 at gmail.com. Again, that's seeingtheword316 at gmail.com. As we continue to improve and expand our platforms for this podcast, we'll be sure to keep you posted on things to come, Lord willing. Again, thank you for listening. Grace and peace.